the Saratoga Friday Pick 5 edition of the Notorious OTB on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks and content available only to our patrons at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. Welcome, everybody, to the Notorious OTV, brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. And as always, it's all good, baby, baby. Oh, it was all a dream. We used to read Blood Horse Magazine. I got my Cuban link on. Yes, Cuban B. I'm your host, Chase Sessoms, the Wolf of Oakland. Welcome to the show. Uh, if, if you're a longtime listener, if you're a regular listener, you know. Uh, usually I get a show out on, uh, on Wednesday. I'll tell you the truth. Your boy was feeling under the weather. Your boy was not feeling good. He didn't get a show in yesterday, but I'm back today. Ready to talk about Saratoga. The Friday late pick five. Man, we had a time last week, didn't we? We had a, had a few winners, a few big winners on a couple of the shows. Let's see. For our Delmar show uh, last Thursday for the opening card, we had a 25 to 1 winner, first time in forever. Uh, I want to say Caleb had a 12 to 1 winner, uh, the one that I was I was in between uh, in one of the uh, the stakes turf races. Uh, that might have been Saturday. It might have been Friday. Oh, well. Doesn't matter. Lots of winners, including the winner of the Haskell at 12 to 1. Go Rocket Ride. So we were all over the place with all sorts of prices. You say to me, Wolf, Wolf, are you going to play it conservative? Are you going to chalk out this this late pick five for, for Friday that you're going to be talking about? No. No. In fact, I didn't find a single spot in any of these races that I actually had the chalk. I, I'm all over prices here in this this late pick five for tomorrow, uh, which I feel like bodes well because it chalked out yes, uh, today. Uh, there, there were not very many prices to be had. So it just means they're saving all the good price mojo for Friday. Right? Right. Of course. So let's talk about it. It's going to be the set Saratoga Friday late pick five. This is going to start race seven. It's an 11 race card, uh, post time, four thirty four Eastern three thirty four God's time. If you're hip to it and it includes the grade two, our man in Amsterdam. That's right. The Amsterdam grade two, a six furlong sprint. Why, why, why pussyfoot around? Let's get into it. Scrambling, gambling, I must rock with mandolins and violins. We just sitting here trying to win, trying not to sin. How off we lost gin. First leg, race seven, five and a half furlongs. It's a $95,000 non-winners of one somethings conditional New York bread allowance. It is on the melon turf and guess what it's a five and a half foot sprint that looks like it can melt down go figure somewhere out there matthew desantis is laughing at me uh because i think that every single one of these short sprints is going to uh going to burn up on the front you're going to get a closer not always the case not always the case but i am looking at off pace here um they move the temp rail out a little bit so that makes me think that the the inside is a little more live right now uh, than than it you know traditionally is whenever the uh, the temp rails are closer, uh, you know earlier to start the meet. 
Uh, it's out at 18 feet right now. My top pick here is going to be the 10 Feathers Road at 8-1. to one. And I just got to say, as hot as Linda Rice has been, I mean, I think she's hitting at 32% right now. It, it's tough not to take, you know, Feathers Road with her top jock, Jose Ortiz, with Linda winning at 32 and Jose winning with Linda at 32%. Uh, especially when the horse can can run from off the pace. And, I mean, it should hang back and try its luck there. Uh, he broke his maiden here at Saratoga, and this distance, you know, again, at this distance against state-bred competition, I think he's got as good a shot as any. Uh, I love the slow work heading into this after racing on the 4th of July and training at almost today's entire distance. So working at five furlongs, running at, at five and a half. Like, how can you mess with that? those sort of connections? Uh, I, I think you you go ahead and I take the shot with uh, Feathers Road as my top pick at eight to one. I will say though, uh, very slim chance that this horse goes off anywhere near eight to one with as hot as as Linda and Jose have been. So the other horses I'm going to use this leg, the one Courageous Ulala ten to one. That's going to be the speed at the rail, which which could be a little bit more live, like we mentioned with the the change in temporal distance. And then we're also going to use the six Creesa. Uh, I used one speed horse. The rest are going to be more closers uh, at eight to one. Uh, the donk horse will have to win on a cutback, uh, but this one is lightly raced and has the speed figs to be competitive. Uh, it's just going to have to close with, with less real estate to do so. Hopefully it's got a little bit of a hotter pace to do it. Uh, and then we're also using the 11 noble huntsman at eight to one. And I won't be surprised to see this one float up in price. Though it does have some back class, uh, you know, it broke its maiden at the track at this distance. It's got the ability to pass. If it's got the ability to pass, it's got the setup. And, it, you know, that makes it a uh, pretty viable uh, and worth adding to the ticket at eight to one. So in the first leg, our top pick was the 10 Feathers Road. We're also going to be using the one Courageous Ulala, the six Creesa and the level, the so the level, the 11 Noble Huntsman. I turned 11 and Noble into one word. Didn't know I could do that. Turns out I can't. All right, so we had four deep in the first leg. Next leg, seven furlong, $50,000 claimer. No muss, no fuss, and I'll tell you what. Um, yes, I'm, I'm saying it. I, I want to mingle. You want to mingle? Yeah. Now yeah, I'm singling the seven street swag at five to one. Uh, really like this horse and Mike maker gets Irad up first off the claim and with the drop in class. I think that any time that Mike maker is making moves in class, be them up or down. He's usually got something. He's got something dangerous. He's really good at making these moves. Uh, and this ha has the ability to run from off the pace. And I think that this race gets sneaky hot early. Uh, the reason I think it gets sneaky hot earlier is that there are a number of horses here who only have one move to, to win a race and that's gate to wire. So you have to figure if they all have one move, uh, they're all going to try to execute that one move. And if they all try to execute that one move, then we are sitting pretty with our single, the seven street swag at five to one. Now we got our single out of the way, but here's something you should single in your mind. It's the Sports Gambling Podcast Patreon. That's right. Do your part in the war against corporate gambling and sign up for the SGP Patreon. Ton of exclusive content, contests, and merch just for our patrons. Plus a monthly SGP Stories podcast, an ad-free uncensored show highlighting the best stories from decades of being DGens. There's even a Discord channel just for patrons. 
the Sports Gambling Podcast Patreon is a great way to score exclusive perks and support SGPN. SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Patreon. That's SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Patreon. All right. Single out of the way. Two legs down. Let's keep it going. We're talking race nine. Eight furlongs. $50,000. Non-winners of two lifetime claimer. And it's on the inner turf. I'm going to go ahead and give you my top pick. And that's going to be the number one Aruba at eight to one. Uh, not because I'm a, a fan of true crime and, and ladies disappearing on the island of Aruba, possibly murdered by uh, what I assume to be gigantic Dutchmen, because I don't think they make Dutchmen any other way. Uh, no, that is not who we're talking about. We're not talking about that island, th- that Dutch island nation close to Venezuela. We were talking about the horse Aruba at eight to one. And it took a little bit to get past the, the maiden hump. It finally broke through, coming off the pace at Tampa Bay, two races back. Then it shipped to, to Gulfstream, where the run style doesn't really fit the turf there. You think of the, the Gulfstream turf, and you think of horses that were, you know, that that like to run on the front, usually getting it all the way around. I don't think that's going to be necessarily the case here. Uh, I, I think that this is a softer turf track just because we've seen so much rain over the course of the summer. Um, I think the style fits this inner turf. Uh, the horse also popped off of the Van Doff uh, angle last out and produced a career uh, best speed figure. I, I think that this is, it, this is the one that's going to be able to sit the pocket trip at the rail. Now first run at the early speed uh, who I'm also going to include in this ticket. And that's going to be the three Fredo at, at, Eight to one. Um, as far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. I only played that because I can't find my my look. Look at how they massacred my boy. Uh, sound drop here. If I find it, I'll drop it in. And I did not. So Fredo's eight to one with the moisture on the track so far this meet. It, it's hard to predict what the turf will actually play like. So I feel like I'm hedging my own handicapping here, saying that a a horse is going to come from a pocket trip off the pace. And I'm going to take the speed as well uh, as the the ground saving off pace horse. I I think that Fredo probably breaks to the lead on the rail sometimes on this inner turf, especially when it dries out, which it's not really there yet. But when it dries out, be, be aware of these horses that, are the fastest, most inwardly drawn horse because when it dries out, they can hit that rail and just fly. Uh, so I'm going too deep there. Top pick, the one Aruba at eight to one. And then I'm also using the three Fredo at eight to one. Now, moving on, it is the feature. I'm talking about race 10, the six and a half furlong, $200,000 Amsterdam stakes, Grade two. It's a six and a half furlong sprint. So guess what? Yeah, I feel like it could melt down. But I'll tell you what. Looking at these track bias stats at this distance, uh, going back even, you know, the entire meet uh, for the entire last week, uh, it it looks like, you know, P-type horses, horses that can run from off the pace, maybe a little bit deeper back, maybe three, you know, three to four lengths, two to three lengths off the early speed can actually get the job done. Now, outside 
of a couple horses, everything else is speed. Everything else is is early speed that's going to go. Inwardly drawn, you've got the you've got Drew's Gold, who is the favorite for James Chapman, because uh, this horse has been running just lights out. Um, you've got, you know, the the four or the five rivet here for Steve Askison with Ricardo Santana Jr. I always say with Ricardo Santana Jr., just no thinky, just sit, uh, because he tends to to get the job done, getting a horse up and into a drive, pushing it on the engine uh, as soon as the gates break, and then just uh, running a good solid, you know, trip, you know, running a good solid race up front. That's a, ta- you know, a lot of people think that maybe just the horse is loaded and all they have to do is just not fall off, maybe. Just, you know, they just have to hold on for, for dear life because the horse is, is so fast that no one else is going to catch it. I I disagree. I actually disagree with that. I think there are horses, there are jockeys that do their best on the front. Ricardo Santana Jr. is one. Kendrick Carmouche, that's another one. Uh, let's see. There's, who else? Luis Saez. Luis Saez does great up front. There are a bunch of uh, bug boy jocks that are getting this weight break that know how to run up front with the weight break. So know your jockeys folks know, uh, you know, who you think is going to be, uh, up front. Don't be one of these ladies and gentlemen, simple minds. Our top pick in the Amsterdam is going to be the number four Gilmore at five to two. This is my, uh, chalkiest pick of the, uh, of the entire card so far. And it, like I said, it just seems like, all of these sprint states at six furlongs, six and a half furlongs so far this meet have fallen to an off-pace horse. It doesn't seem to merry-go-round the, these crazy early speed monsters. Now, Gilmore has been trending up in speed figures since the move to the Bob Baffert barn uh, and moving to the Brendan Walsh outfit. Ran huge in the Woody Stevens last out just was no match for a horse like a Arabian lion, but made up some ground, made a run at the, uh, at the, uh, uh, the leader there with a, you know, a move that is going to, I think set up really well uh, here at Saratoga. And that's, you know, you seem to see it win on the, on the Saratoga dirt at these sprint stakes lately is the middle move. Like the horse is going to have a nice sustained middle move and, and should be, in contention near the top of the turn. That's the hope at least. And with this sort of pace set up, I really don't have an issue seeing that happening in the slightest. So we're going to be using the four Gilmore as our top pick at five to two. And then I'm also using another horse. I think that can come from off the pace in this one. I'm not going to, you know, cheapen myself with any other horse that I think uh, is going to go gate to wire. I'm I'm saying taking a stand and saying that this falls to a closer, and I'm also using the three deer district at five to one doesn't seem like that long of a price, but when you consider that this is all in all a uh, six horse race or sorry, five horse race, nope, six horse race. Uh, you have to consider that that that's fairly long. Um, you know, you can't leave a horse that makes this sort of sustained middle move off the ticket, especially considering how well the move is played on the track and also how well this horse has moved up in it's, it's last three, uh, last three starts. Uh, if you look at the speed figures on Deer District, uh, in a hundred thousand dollar optional claimer, the horse runs third, uh, puts up an eighty six. 
and a hundred thousand dollar optional claimer at today's distance at Churchill Downs. Uh, the horse puts up a, a 92 and finishes third, then runs another hundred thousand dollar optional claimer this time again at Churchill Downs and wins it by nine lengths, putting up a 97. If that horse can trend up. I mean, it would have to trend up about seven points to hit where like Drew's gold is right now. But who's to say Drew's gold doesn't have a little bit of a regression? Who's to say Gilmore, who went from 85 to 95 to 103, doesn't have a little bit of a regression? Uh, this could be the one that's actually ready to pop today. Uh, you know, in hindsight now, I think I wish I would have made Deer District my, my top pick. Uh, and you know what? I'm going to. I'm going to. This seems very much to be the, the horse of now. So our top pick is going to be the, the three Deer District at five to one. Seems like the horse of now, as opposed to what these other horses are showing me, which is that they are the horse of uh, of yesterday. Uh, and Deer District looks like the only one of those horses that have already thrown out a huge performance that has a little bit of room for improvement. So, Deer District it is. You have to figure that this one was probably geared down, uh, winning by nine and a half furlongs. Uh, the, the works are there. Oh, man. Praise be the almighty Dale Tar, because I am on the Dale Romans horse at five to one with Marty Garcia. Always love to cheer for an underdog. Love cheering for underdogs. I think that might be why at SGPN, we love underdog fantasy so much. That's right. We're brought to you by underdog fantasy. The NFL season's right around the corner and underdog pick is a great way to get down on a ton of NFL player props and is available in a ton of markets. Plus, Plenty of opportunities to win their daily MLB contest. And of course, make sure to enter Best Ball Mania 4, where the first place gets $1 million friggin' dollars. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN, that's Sam Golf, Papa November, and a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's right, you'll get it with that SGPN promo code. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code. S-G-P to the N. All right. One leg left to go in this late pick five for Friday. Race 11, eight and a half furlongs, $40,000 maiden claimer on the melon turf. Are you saying... Okay, you haven't taken the chalk yet. Are you taking the chalk now? No, no, I'm not. I'm four deep here, and I'm four deep with horses that are all pretty big prices. Could maybe get bet down, of course, on some of these. But let's start with our top pick, number two, Fast Boat Sky, six to one. I'm kind of shocked that this one is at this morning line price. Uh, you you know, given the jock upgrade to Johnny V from Jaime Torres, and you can't not take what looks like lone early speed in a main and race, especially a claimer. Passing other horses is a learned technique. Usually these races are won in gate to wire or very close to the early pace sort of fashion. So I, you can't afford to leave the two fast boat sky at six to one off of the ticket, especially, you know, with a little bit of weather, maybe it's a little bit heavier turf could be that, you know, the early speed kicks clear and no one's able to make up any ground. So I really do like that inside draw and that two fast boat sky at six to one. I'm also going to use the seven here. Nostalgic one at five to one. The horse has had some trouble 
but you know, just might be good enough to win this one on pure talent alone in, in the third career start. This one's trade by Todd Pletcher, but it's the old pet horse angle. Uh, that's one that I'm a dirty little pig boy for. Little pig boy. Can I get the definition? Little pig boy. He's that pathetic, dirty bitch, baby. Mistress gets the stand on. This one's owned by Todd Pletcher and his wife. That's right, the pet horse. Uh, always kind of take note anytime you see a trained by, owned by. I just wish that Todd Pletcher actually was in the irons for this one so that I could have a genuine bad company. Uh, you know, bad company by bad company on bad company or a Todd Pletcher owned, trained and jockeyed horse. Uh, I won't get that, uh, which is good uh, for me having it on my ticket more than likely. Uh, but I am using that seven nostalgic one at five to one. Then I'm going to use the 10 variable cost at nine to two. Linda Rice trained, so it can't be ignored. Plus the horse has the ability to pass other horses. Uh, that's what I always look for in maiden races. I'm either looking for the speed of speed or I'm looking for the horse that can get up, shown the ability to pass other horses. Cause those are the horses that have learned something, uh, nine to two. I, you could see this end up being bet down to the chalk at nine to two because of these super hot connections and the tendency at Saratoga to follow hot connections and hot jockeys. They were used the 12 fire Baron big price. This is actually the biggest price on the ticket. 20 to one. It's another one that could pass and it could maybe get up if the conditions are right. I'm so covered to fat prices and every other leg that I'm willing to spread to, to anything in this leg, even some questionable horses like the fire Baron at 20 to one. But the re the ability to pass is reason enough to, to add fire Baron. Uh, if you look at the, uh, the closing, you know, late uh, speed figures, uh, fire Baron is, you know, the second fastest there uh, for the average, uh, you know, late speed at the, at the uh, distance and surface. Uh, so I like Fire Baron there, and I, I think that's one that that will probably get overlooked because your trainer is Jennifer Paragallo. You know, I said uh, you know people tend to follow connections with their with their money. Yeah, yeah, that would that would be this one. Um, gets Junior Alvarado up. He's only hitting at seven percent on the turf, but uh, definitely worth the shot. Uh, and you know, very small sample size, only two races, but. Jennifer Perigallo, uh, so far this year, hitting at 50 for 50% in the sprint sprint route move. Uh, so she's one for two and, uh, you know, a plus three thirty ROI. I think it's worth it. Adding it to the ticket. If you don't like it, subtract it. It's about at this point, $8 a horse, I think to, to add. So that's what we're using. Top pick was going to be the two fast boat sky. And then we're using the seven nostalgic one, the 10 variable cost at nine to two and the 12 fire Baron at 20 to one. That's going to give us a total ticket. 32 bucks at the 50 cent base. What, what else are we going to do for entertainment? Why not throw 30 bucks at it and have like hours of entertainment on a Friday afternoon. Look from four thirty four Eastern till six fifty two, you get over three hours of entertainment for 32 bucks here. Uh, let's go ahead. Let's recap this $32 ticket at the 50 cent base. First leg, one, six, 10, 11, top pick being the 10. Uh, second leg, seven. You can guess who the top pick was because uh, we singled seven. Uh, then in the third leg, we're using one and three, top pick one. Then the third leg, I got, I got fancy on you. I switched my top pick. Uh, my top pick is actually going to be the three deer district, and we're using the four. 
And then in the last leg, we're four deep again. We're using the two, who is the top pick, the seven, 10, and 12. So we go four by one, by two, by two, by four for a $32 ticket, all told. That's going to do it. That's going to be it for us here at the Notorious OTV. Uh, let's see. Tomorrow, uh, we're going to take a look ahead at Saturday stakes action between the only two tracks that really matter right now, and that's Saratoga and Del Mar. Uh, we're going to be covering, okay, we've got all sorts of races to talk about. We've got the Jim Dandy or the Dim Jandy, whichever you prefer to call it. Uh, and then we're also got the San Diego Handicap out west. We got the Bing Crosby, a grade one sprint out west. I've also got the Alfred G. Vanderbilt handicap grade one. So we're going to be covering those four stakes races tomorrow. Congestion. Told you your boy wasn't feeling well. That's going to do it for us here at the Notorious OTV, brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network.